you're from Mississippi. You don't know better. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen you on them, them Galaxy S's yet. So, you know, don't know I'm going to I'm gonna get that phone, son. You're listening to the Techpedition Podcast, episode 63, Mute Your Whatever. Hey, you're listening to the Techpedition Podcast. My name is Sergio. Uh, I'm your host this week. Carrie's not with us. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not good. Um, <laughs> Carrie's not on today. <laughs> uh, but we do have the rest of the cast. How's everybody, how's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. Great that was doing a while. That was Clarence. Just got off the plane. And that's Carl. Not the boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since we've done one of these, fellas. Yes, indeedy. What's everybody yes. been up to? Marriage. Oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, just trying to work and pay bills. <laughs> Moving, getting adjusted to a new job, being back in the silk. Yes. Congratulations on returning home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The only oh. place to be. Oh, yes. Well, because of our, our huge absence, we have a very nice, thick dock to work through. So we're going to jump straight into Clarence. What you got this week? Oh, yeah. New Dragon Ball game uh, offers new episode. And this is going to be from uh, Dragon Ball Raging Blast 2, the sequel to the Raging Blast 1, of course. (laughs) Uh, It's going to offer never-before-seen footage, which, um, from what I understand, is going to be reconstructed, rescripted, and re-edited from the original Japanese Japanese episodes. So it's kind of vague on what exactly it will be, but um in any case it'll be something new for any Dragon Ball fan out there who may be thinking about the game, buying a game already. A little incentive there. You know, I'm wondering, am do I do I still want more Dragon Ball or have I finally had enough? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think, I'm thinking to the point of enough of going through the exact same stuff all the time. Because uh, yeah. I borrowed a book, copy of Raging Blast, and while it was fun, it, it just didn't catch me. You know, now <laughs> I've watched him play after he's put the time in to unlock like a lot of the moves and stuff, and then that's a lot of fun because every special move you've ever seen for a character in that game is, in, I mean, in the cartoon is in the game. Oh. So you can make a character that has whatever it is, kind of special move, beat the shit out of you, thing that Goku had. If like, there was a specific one you liked, it's in the game that you can unlock and use. So, so let me ask you. But you have to set it up to use it. Like, you can't have everything. You have to pick and choose. Hey, so, so Carl and Max, when you say you had enough, enough, are you referring to the game games or are you referring to the Dragon Ball episodes or just Dragon Ball period? Hmm. Like, I'm not, I, I, I think I would say the episodes and, and the games because, like James just said, like, you know, how many times can we go through the same saga over and over again? You know, it would be great if they could go out and just make a game entirely based off the fan fiction. <clears throat> You know, like some some Super Saiyan sixes and sevens or something. You know, just 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 go bonkers with it. You know, we've seen and heard the same story over and over and over and over and over again. So give us something unique. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I mean, the the, the greatest fun I've ever had with a Dragon Ball game is playing the Wii version that you had. 
I mean, we had yeah. some good fun times with that. But uh, any of just the button mashers, uh, I'm pretty much through with it myself also. <laughs> but moving right along, uh, the new Tony Hawk Shred, uh, which is the uh, sequel to the, uh, I think it was Tony Hawk Ride. Yes. It's all... It's going to be out soon, and it's also going to be utilizing the skateboard peripheral uh, that no that no one bought. That no one bought, but the the new game has a little spin on it. It's going to be more of a tricky style game. And if any of you are familiar with SSX Tricky, which is like the greatest snowboarding game I've ever played in my life, it's the best extreme sports game ever. Really. Oh yeah, that, that oh, game whoa, is whoa, awesome. Whoa, 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 game watch is awesome. out! Watch out! <laughs> yeah, the, but Tony the Hawk, best. Tony Hawk Three is fantastic. Yeah. Man. But it, but in any case, they're going more of the arcade style, the tricky style of gameplay. And this, I don't know if the last one included snowboarding, but this is going to include snowboarding. It's going to be a, lo- a lot of downhill, nonstop action. Um, as far as the peripheral, I don't, I don't really know how it's going to play into this. Um, it wasn't very popular the first time around, so I, I don't really see it taking <laughs> off. Uh, it would be good to see them embrace the new. Um, Maybe the 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 PlayStation Move or the Connect uh, along with this, and maybe they can make something truly creative. I don't know. Any ideas? Uh, hey, dude, uh, no one wants to get off their couch. That's right. Nobody. Easy people. <laughs> yeah, because this this brings to mind like uh, Hamp. Hamp is the, one of the best uh, like examples. When we used to play Mario Kart, he loved he loved the Nintendo Wii Mote. Because he, because he, you could pretty much just lay back, have each hand laying at your side, and and play the game. And you're like, man, this is just so great. You know, you know, when the controllers were connected, you still had to have your hands up because you had that little, you know, bar in your hand. But with the little, you know, three foot or two foot long nunchuck cable, you pretty much just had your hands resting at your side, not even looking, just playing the game. He's like, man, this is just pure comfort right here. I'm enjoying the game. My arms are comfortable. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> to, to to be fair, I don't think Hamp is the target audience for this. <laughs> yeah, he actually might be. Aren't, aren't we, we're the type of person that's trying to get off the couch. They're <laughs> trying to motivate us to get off the couch. Yeah, well, well, uh, this is the first I've heard of it actually having snowboarding in it, which is interesting because uh, if you look at their direct competition, which would be uh, Sean White. Uh, Sean White released his his snowboarding game what last year. And the year before, like he, uh, Ubisoft is, is really pumping up that franchise, and and this year they're actually trying to dig into the Tony Hawk audience by doing Sean White skateboarding. <laughs> so I, I I think that might be a you know a response to Ubisoft kind of digging into their their business. Because in essence, it is the same sport. One's on snow and one's on concrete. But I guess that's also like saying street hockey is the same as hockey or something like that. Well, it it is. is. (laughs) It's like street football is different. There are no rules. (laughs) (laughs) And and rappers can play. Oh, Oh, man. But moving right along, Carl, what do you got, man? Carl, what you got? I got something that uh, which is pretty funny because less than 24 hours ago, uh, me and Clarence was discussing that over Facebook. Uh, he was wishing for Netflix on the iPhone. I mean, as everyone know that it was already out on iPad. I think a couple of months ago, but today, 
this morning it became available on the iTunes store for iPhone and iPod Touch. So there's yet another device to watch your Netflix on and not play games on. So I'm seriously wondering because I know what well, besides Sergio hmm. and James, but those everyone I know who has a Netflix account. Every time I sign into Xbox Live, it says watching a video. <laughs> I seldom see it saying playing a game or playing this game. And then everyone also, I've noticed everyone blocking the video they're watching and stuff now, too. No one wants to let me know what show they're watching. I might want to check it out, too. But Clarence, you've had a chance to, to try it out. What do you think? <laughs> There's no porn on Netflix, so why are you so ashamed? Uh, yeah, yeah, just to answer that question, I, I don't care what people see if I'm watching. I, I mean, I really don't care. Cause, uh, but anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, uh, as soon as I got wind of this, uh, Carl, uh, actually, I saw the article on the site, and uh, I immediately downloaded the app. And yeah, it's is what you expect. It's freaking awesome. I was on my lunch break, you know, sitting back in my car, eating my lunch, and uh, streaming sliders to my iPhone over 3G. It was awesome. The haters were out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like I have no no like the only disrespect I have for the Netflix service is the fact that the library is not up to snuff with, you know, good movies and, and licensing uh, issues. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's getting, yeah, there. It's getting it's, there. Yeah. And, and the bigger it gets, the, the better the movies will get. But I can completely see why somebody would want to block the movie they're watching on Netflix, considering the library that they have to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I just noticed, uh, I didn't know Care Bears had 3D rendered movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I, I mean, I think over the ne- the last two years, uh, the the libraries got extremely good. You just have to search for gems. You can't necessarily look for stuff that's you know maybe out right now or out a year ago. But if you look, you yeah. can find you can find a lot of good gems in in there, uh, especially in TV shows. You just have to look. Yeah, and- well, yeah, and the foreign is pretty good too. They're, they're pretty, they have some good imports. Oh yeah, well, I, I've watched plenty of good Indian movies on there. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah. And those are now those are very close to porn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched one the other day. Was like, okay, uh, yeah. Let me fast forward to the good parts, and then I'm done watching. Then I'm fasting else. Oh man. <laughs> Wow, what else you got? But hey, eight dollars a month, so I, I say go for it. Oh, another um, another thing I guess related to streaming, Google Voice. Um, you can now do free phone calls using Gmail to any U.S. cell phone, any U.S. landline, and they advertise low international rates. Um, I didn't check any details. I don't know exactly what that price is. Um, I know they give you ten cents um when you begin your account, so that may be enough time to make you know one Japanese one phone call to Japan. But hey, we somebody's offering free phone calls again. But I didn't that get stopped because of legal reasons at first. Not actually money greed, but I think it actually legally they couldn't do it. It's like, it, that that would create like a monopoly or unfair business practice or something. So how is Google getting away with it now? I mean, but well, I also know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, for all intents and purposes, Google is already a phone company with Google Voice, and also G Talk is kind of the same thing. Uh, uh, for a while now with Google uh, Voice, you can uh, it has like a uh, it's actually interim in between your phone and anyone calling. So you can set up like your own voicemail service. Uh, it'll transcribe your voice messages in the in the text. Uh, 
you should really check out Google Voice if you haven't tried it. But it it pretty much had that calling functionality in it already. Uh, but it's just surprising to see them move that to Gmail. So Google Voice was always free and still was the same phone making phone calls. You couldn't directly make a phone call, but you could connect phone calls, and you had a number that people could call. So just just say like you had you get your Google Voice number, and you have like a, a work phone, your home phone, and your cell phone. You can set up a tree um, or an order uh, of how the call will come in. So maybe if someone dials a number, it'll ring your cell phone first. And then if you don't mm. pick up, it'll ring your home phone and then your office phone. And you can also set uh, custom voicemails for different numbers or different pe- groups of people in your contact list. So if, And this was free? This is this is free. It's been out for wow. like a year. It's free. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I don't use it that much, but it's pretty cool. Well, yeah, I kind of wouldn't want it because that's pretty much you have no excuse to not, you know, to miss a contact now. Or (laughs) yeah, well, the thing is, people will use the Google Voice number, and it doesn't matter if you get a new cell phone or a different carrier; you just forward it to your new phone phone number. So, I mean, it's cool. So basically, it's like Outlook. (laughs) Uh, Outlook for your phone, kind of, but not really. Yeah, (laughs) like it's like a backwards Outlook. Yeah. Okay. Carl, what else you have? In connecting uh, Google and iPhone and, and Apple, Android once again outsells iPhone again. Not surprising. But uh, supposedly uh, Android is now the second um, leader in smartphones uh, behind BlackBerry, which still amazes me. I I didn't know BlackBerry was was number one. Like, yeah. BlackBerry sucked to me. Well, BlackBerry's Business. big in like businesses, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So I guess if one business, if businesses all get the same phone, because the general consumer has so many choices that that puts no one handset above others, except for iPhone now. But not anymore, because now Google, Android is number two, with twenty seven percent, I think it said, of the market share. Yeah, and to make a good comparison, uh, uh. Android would be Windows and Apple would be Apple. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but isn't Nokia still the number one phone manufacturer? But they have so many uh, different. Yeah, I mean, so. the, the thing with Android, if, the difference between Android and iPhone is Android is on every. It's it's different devices. I mean, you can it's a slew of devices for different carriers. Apple only AT and T. Only Apple produces the phone or has the iOS uh, format uh, operating system on it. So, I mean, it's it's really a, a good comparison just if you think of it as Windows. You have different PC manufacturers that throw Windows on the machines. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can put it on anything. So, I mean. Yeah, so, I guess, the, I guess the funny thing is, you know, Windows Phone, where mobile is also, you know, on many different carriers and handsets. And they're in last place. Yeah, true. Well, for, uh, for now, yeah, well, go back, <laughs> for go now. back about four years ago <laughs> before iPhone came out. They would probably be number two behind BlackBerry. Oh yeah, then I guess yeah, and I know that they don't even have Nokia in that list because Nokia Simeon, Nokia Simeon is is a smart, like smart platform. So yeah, well, they pretty much suck here, but the internationally they're uh, pretty pretty good. Yeah, Symbian's there. It's just oh, way okay. at the bottom. <laughs> way. <laughs> And you get your, get your Androids on sale south too? Yeah, I'm, I'm so close, very close to considering sell yourself as a sale provider. 
But when I really thought about it, um, I decided not. I said that's not going to work. <laughs> um, <laughs> mainly because like I travel so much now, they definitely need Verizon. So I'm going to stay with Verizon. But say yourself, a small regional cell phone provider. Being a small regional cell phone provider, you're able to get those, you know, your those unique, you know, phone plans. Thirty nine dollars, I think, is their basic voice plan, which gets you like everything. And their smartphone plan, I think, is sixty nine dollars, where you get everything unlimited, uh, voice data. I know I pay. My plan starts at eighty nine, and I have no, nothing is unlimited. So that pretty much ends there right there. But they have a very nice selection of handsets. They actually have the Motorola uh, Droid, which I think is called Milestone. Is uh, it's non Verizon name. Uh, then there's a new HTC phone, as well as the Samsung Galaxy S. Not sure why they tell you the name of it, but then stick it under a curtain because the phone has pretty much been out for a couple of months now, has commercials, um, as well as it's all over app, uh, AT&T's website. You're, you're from so, Mississippi. You don't know better. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I have seen you on them, them Galaxy S's you don't yet. Know, so, see you know, I'm going to get that phone, son. Well, I, I see this call. uh <laughs> Has just had it up to her. Uh, she signed up with them that they have a plan at six nine nine nine. That's everything unlimited. Yeah, but then yeah, you I, have, I, then you I, have I to get the Sprint though. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that any place you go, because Carl's going to big cities, he's going to heavily populated areas where Sprint. Is, right there. Now, <laughs> is, is anyone warning these areas? <laughs> Wait, what? Is anyone warning me there is that I'm coming? Carl's coming to your town near you. But yeah, like I'm in the mountains, uh, populating 800 some people, and there, there's Verizon 3G, and the AT&T uh, is kind of non-existent. It keeps fluctuating, almost like the cell tower is on a boat just floating around, you know, getting closer <laughs> and farther away. I'm like, how, why is the signal fluctuating? I'm not moving, so why is the signal just going clouds, up and down? The, the cloud cover, because you're out there high enough to where you're actually in the clouds. The thickness ah. of the clouds will actually fuck with it. Cool. But, hey, if you're, you know, in the south, you're not going to do a lot of traveling. You want a great, great smart, smart handset, get that Galaxy S. That's a beautiful phone. Four-inch screen, HD. Um, it's running the, you know, the Snap. Might not be a Snapdragon, but it definitely has a gigahertz processor in it. So that's you. You have no reason to go to sell yourself if you don't travel and you live in the South, unless you want an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you heard it at first. Sell towers on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> mobile, mobile, mobile towers. Okay, got? so let's see. Who's next? James? I'm up. Yeah. Uh, well, the first thing I will start <laughs> with is we have another rendition of Street Fighter 3 Third Strikes coming out. It's already been out on the 360 and disc format, but it looks like it's going to come out again for the 360 and for the PS3 with online trophy and, uh, well, I guess another rendition of achievements. <laughs> to it. A re-re-release? Well, for the 360, it is a re-re-release, I guess. Like uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, Street Fighter and Capcom is going down a slippery slope here. Don't yeah, don't like did us in the late nineties and just kill us with an overload of uh, fighter games. If so we need Super Street Fighter Four Turbo next. The market is not Champ- that huge. Edition. Oh yeah, Championship Edition. That's 
Yeah, <laughs> like you would think Capcom would have learned from their mistake the first time, but in the past two years, we've seen what Street Fighter Four, Tatsunoko versus Capcom, uh, a re-release of Street Fighter uh, HD for Xbox 360. Uh, we're gonna get this third strike release for next year. We're getting Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom three, and, and now we're also three. getting uh, the uh, what is it? Street, Street Fighter, Fighter vs. Tekken. Tekken. Like, come on, slow down. Yeah, they're they're going way too fast. Yeah, like I was. Everyone was happy to see the fighting games come back, but but damn, Capcom, you know, like. Like, they're making Madden look good. Like, <laughs> well, now, now with the Tetsunoko, that's understandable because it's a fighter on the Wii. They didn't have Street Fighter on there. Doesn't matter. And, and, it, and is it just me or uh, is Capcom fell in love with that that engine they built? Because I don't care what anyone says. Sure, Marvel's Capcom Three is beautiful, but that's that Tetsunoko engine. Tetsunoko engine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just. It's different graphics. But I think they announced that though. They said it was very versatile and it was really they really liked it and so they could build on it. They did well. They would have to 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 abandon the engine that Street Fighter Four was built on. Ah, that's true. Uh, all right, next one up is uh, a company called Mod DM or DB. Excuse me, Mod DB. They are making a first-person shooter based on the Terminator franchise. Um, now they're very in, uh, interesting because they have. Their alphas that they're working on are for download and play. And they update it every two or three weeks with whatever version they're to. Ah. Does it require, like, is, it, is this from the ground up, or do you have to have a certain game I, I, that they're building it no, on? No, it's, like, it's ground up. Well, I, it's, I, it's ground up. Okay, I'm so sorry. So what you're going to play on the demo is only probably about five to ten minutes, if that. And it's... And it's just, you know, let you know where they are. They are working on making a full-on game. This is an indie developer doing this. Hey, James. I got a question. Yeah. I, I thought this game was using the uh, open-source version of the, um, what's the, the Unreal? Yeah, the open-source version of the Unreal Engine. Is it not? No, it, it is. Okay, okay. Oh, but you don't, you, don't, you don't have to own Unreal. No, you don't have to own it. It's like the open-source version. No, no, you don't version. have to own Unreal. It's on the open-source. Oh, cool that they opened it up just for people to be able to do this sort of stuff. Yeah, now, they, uh, when you do play it, it does, like if you play Killzone 2, it will remind you of that a bit. Um, just how they've got it set up. Probably not the, the heaviness of the controls. <laughs> What's that? Are there lots of glowing red eyes in the distance? <laughs> well, you are fighting machines. <laughs> So yeah, and everyone knows machines have glowing red eyes. Duh, and their eyes are are square, not circular. If you watch Futurama, you get that. One. Yeah, I tried uh, yeah. to run this oh, in yeah. the queue on my laptop, but that's not saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I can't run UE three, so I'm not gonna even probably try it. Well, look, looking at these looking at these screenshots, it looks as good, if not better, than that stupid Terminator movie I watched the other day. So. <laughs> oh, the, uh, machinima. the machinima. The machinima, yeah. <laughs> so they get kudos uh, just for that. Well, let's, well, also, it's very interesting because they're the first company or anybody I've ever heard of that they're working on something that they're in the alpha phase and they they keep putting their renditions as they're getting further along up for people to play. Ah, 
So I find that very interesting because if you get to one part, it's like this is pretty good. Two, three weeks later, bug fixes and stuff like that are up. Oh, hey, let me download this, and you might get a little farther. Yeah, we're their unpaid and, beta test uh, alpha testers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well it, it, it's a smart move. Also, if you scroll down on their webpage, uh, one of the main guys on there, he's he answers questions. Like, there's a lot of questions and forums are asked. Like, uh, the frame rate is quite low. Uh, yeah, it talks about the optimization or field of view. Yeah, he he's also they're also uh, yeah, the answering rating. questions as they go. So they're taking in a lot of player feedback, which I really like. Hmm. Instead of just like a little target audience, everybody that's playing, that's downloading and playing, is giving feed feedback. So they're taking from a much more broader uh, group yeah. of people than just your local test subjects that they usually do. Well, I wonder if there's any uh, like copyright. They might not say. They, I guess they, they, they're treated as fan, as fandom, and not shut them down. Or well, they probably need need this exposure. They, they really do. Right now, the Terminator franchise is bouncing between like three or four people. So, yeah, yeah Bat, Batman messed it up. Yeah. Um. My my uh my my question is, it's single player. So, are they expecting people to play through it once and say this is the stuff that's broke, and then play through the same game again and say, oh, you fixed it. Here's some more stuff that's broke. Uh, I'm not sure. Much, I mean, I, I downloaded it one time yeah. and really liked it. I just haven't touched it again. I haven't touched the the updated version yet. Exactly. It's single player. You're you're not going to want to play through the same thing. Keep, oh, keep playing the same. Like this, <laughs> this, this would probably have a much faster turnaround time if it was multiplayer. And I know coming from me, that sounds weird, but because yeah, you won't play with people. That's right. I won't. But it's <laughs> weird that they're doing it with with a single player game. Well, I mean, they're 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 doing it themselves as an indie company, and they're in their alpha, you know. So they're they're talking about that they are going to do multiplayer, that they are planning on it, but right now they're trying to get uh, the really good first stages of their build up going. So it's it's easier to do a five to ten minute demo that they will add on to or redo stuff. Because, I mean, really, they're just in the testing phase of trying to get their game engine right before they really move on. And mm. that's what it is. Yeah, it's probably a lot harder to code from scratch to handle 8 to 16, you know, random, crazy, kick-ass people running around. They'll probably break the service so quick, they'll be like, okay, there'll be much longer, I guess, iterations of updates uh, if they tried to start multiplayer too soon, probably. Possibly. Uh, also, I, I know me and Carl both download demos and would play the shit out of them. Well, I know I, I played them. Uh, <laughs> so. de- developers load. appreciate that, too. <laughs> yeah, that was like my first, what, 10 months of Xbox ownership was all demos. It was all was luminous. In- That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> that game was great. At least the demo was. Uh, okay. I, uh, you got, you got one last- more? And my last big bit of news that Carl like this is uh, this was posted up on several retailer sites, but then was took down a day or two later. Mm. But um, Sony is working on making high def uh, collections of many of their game franchises. They started with God of War, 
And it looks like Team Ico is going to do one as well. So we'll have high-def versions of Ico and Shadow of the Colossus coming out. This is fantastic news. Yes. I want to to play Shadow of the Colossus in high-def, and I want a a trophy to pop every time one of those things hits the ground. (laughs) Oh, please. I, I, I will definitely be like, Carl, let me borrow... Fish House Theaters for the week you're gone. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, I want like an, and I want some achievements for like for like just for stabbing the Titans. I mean, not the Titans, the Colossuses and Colossi in certain areas, like you know, like Pinky Toe Stabber or like, <laughs> like, uh, like Tom and Jerry Needle to the Ass Cheeks, because that was neither one of those areas was ever a weak spot. But you know, you know, you can still stab them. Yeah, you can still stab them, so you know it'd be fun, or you know, stab them in the groin, and like make the colossus like actually, you know, you know reach down there, like oh. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and and it's it's. You said that this was posted on some retailers, so that means it's happening. Uh, yeah, it, it was posted on about five or six retailers' websites, and then was took down within a day or two later. Yeah, because yeah, someone called it was it was posted like, we coming soon, this dude. This yet. <laughs> that was too quick. Because uh, the only other one that they've announced when it comes to like remakes is the Sly Cooper collection. Oh, which hmm. I'm which I'm thinking about getting because I, I I loved all those games. HD cell shading, and it's supposed to be in 3D. Not that I have a 3D TV, but that's interesting. Yeah, well, it's uh, I, I'm pretty stoked about it because I actually did shop around until I got an actual physical copy of Ico, and I have yet to finish it. But that's a tough game. I would, it's good, but it's tough to finish. Yeah, but I would love to play those in HD, especially like I said, especially Shadow of the Colossus. And it makes sense because we had a HD collection of God of War before God of War Three came out. We've got uh, Legend of the Guardian. That that is the name of the new the one, right? Legend Guardian. of the Guardian. The Last Guardian. The Last Guardian. Yeah, we have the Last Guardian. It's supposed to be coming out sometime in. 2011. Maybe 2012. <laughs> I'm thinking 20, 2011, like late 2011. Yeah. So for to have an HD collection ahead of that, that makes sense. Good advertising. Yeah, and and that's and like as soon as God of War came out, the God of War collection, the entire gaming community said, "Okay, give us the Team Ico collection." <laughs> it's like that was the, that was the next thing that everyone was asking for. So so I'm glad that they're that they're coming. Well, through. I mean, other than what was it? For most part, I think the other than like a Resident Evil 2 remake for the PS3, Shadow of the Colossus has been the most requested remake on the PS3 in high definition. Yeah, and most that people frame I've ever chatted with on the on the forums on anywhere have pretty much said they don't even have to add anything new. I just want it in high def. Just make a new game. Just make a new game. And that's what we told Nintendo about Goldeneye. And they're making a new game, and no one wants it. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want it, but it's because it's nothing like the original GoldenEye. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want GoldenEye. You just want a first-person shooter on that, the Wii. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to move on to my topics now. Uh, oh, huh? first-person shooters. Oh, yes, yes. Speaking of first-person shooters, uh, the... Fellas at Irrational Games have been pretty quiet about what they're working on since they finished Bioshock 1. Uh, they actively decided not to make it to Bioshock 2. Take-Two decided they wanted to make Bioshock 2 and made it anyway. 
So when Irrational said, hey, tomorrow we're going to announce a game, everybody was like, ooh, what's it going to be? Hey, it's going to be something interesting. And they just announced a new Bioshock game, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know the, the motivation behind it having the Bioshock name because it is a very different world. It's, it's set, instead of underwater, it's set in the clouds and like a cloud city type uh, Oh, a, a floating steam like place? Exactly. Like up. Well, not, yeah. But it's, it's, it's like floating steampunk. It's oh, like Howl's uh, Moving Castle or something like that. Wasn't that thing in there? Something. I know. I think it's supposed to be set in the 30s, so about 20 or 10, 15 years before Bioshock 1. Uh, my gut tells me that when they gave this game to 2K and said, okay, announce this, 2K said, what the hell is this? Let's put the Bioshock name on it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be like Bioshock 1.5? And, and this is possibly a prequel? Like, that hasn't been, to, like announced. It's possible that the games tie in, but I would doubt it. I could see it though, because Bioshock was pretty much what, uh, it was an underworld group of scientists uh, away from civilization free to do all their research. So where else do you go than below the ocean to hide? Either in a cave or in a floating city? No, 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 no. This is set before Bioshock. But it's probably still full of scientists doing research uninhibited and something goes wrong. I don't know. Good luck and on I hiding out. And I guess you get there kind of like, uh, would you say, up? Somebody, you're going to have a whole bunch of balloons and you're going to crash land on a little floating place. And yeah, I, I just want to go on record. Probably dirigible. Yeah, I just want to go on record as saying the next uh, Bioshock will be Bioshock X and it'll be in space. Bioshock <laughs> 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 X. No one can hear you scream in space. Bioshock <laughs> Well, so, so sorry, I've been to the Jason X thing, but I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, well, well, speaking of calling things on a podcast, Spider-Man: Shattered Dimensions is coming out like in a week, two week, week or two, like Tuesday or something like that. It's soon. Yeah, I ain't and, got no money for it. Uh, uh, too close to reach. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if if any of you you guys remember, but months and months ago, when this game was first announced, and they started naming what uh, what dimensions were going to be in this game, they said uh, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Noir, and then they announced 20. 2099, and then I think it was me or James or one of us said, "Oh, well, they got to include Ultimate as the last one." Well, they announced that Ultimate is the last one. It, it, it's it's. Uh, I wrote an article about it, I think, last month. It's been pretty popular, and I'm very happy with it being Ultimate. I'm just kind of upset that the way they're tr- treating the, the lore, I guess. Because you're going to play as Ultimate Spidey wearing the black suit. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's stuck in the first part of the Venom arc. Yeah, but the, but the Venom arc was in The Amazing Spider-Man. It originated in The Amazing Spider-Man, so... But it was also in the Ultimate Spider-Man. The Ultimate Spider-Man is done quite a bit differently than in Amazing. Well, yeah, but it's still it's it's There's just nothing a different there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not like they're they're using the crux of the other dimension to make a whole new game game style. It's just let's put him in a different costume and call him Ultimate. How was that set up? Let's see what it was. It's one was from space. One was from space, and the other one was was Peter's daddy and Eddie Brock daddy scientist built it or something like that. 
Yeah, that's in the ultimate. Was a, it's a suit that was originally built to cure cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, I haven't played yeah, the game I yet. I so I, I, I like the ultimate series enough to to let them get away with it, but I and I haven't played the game. It just kind of worries me. You can't. Stop it also worries me that it's not open world. Uh, oh, not mm. good. So how? So it's linear. Just levels after levels. Yep. And well, I, I don't I understand how you make a Spider-Man game. It's not open world. <laughs> well, I don't know. I had the Ultimate Spider-Man on the GameCube, and I gotta tell you, the open world sandbox to me as a gamer gets annoying. <laughs> yeah, in most games, but in and Spider-Man I, I, games, without the the swinging is what makes those games fun. Well, it's if I beat the game and then I want to swing around and goof off, great, but. When I'm actually playing a game and doing story, I kind of like a little bit more of a linear. Yeah, I, I don't, don't make me go and capture, you know, five or six simple thugs or bank robbers to get the next chapter of the story. Or, or you know, those little filler missions. That's the problem with uh with open worlds. Oh, yeah, yeah. O- open world definitely has its flaws. But if you look at previous Spider-Man games, the only thing that has been solid in every single one of them is the open world Traversal. Yeah. You get yeah, rid of that, all you have is crappy combat that you're going <laughs> to not do button well. Masher. Yeah. Yeah. It, smash the buttons. Exactly. So that's why that's why I'm a bit worried about this game. I'm really excited because I, I like Spider Man games, but I don't know. I don't know. I think the 2099 stuff is pretty interesting. I saw a few clips of that. Looks looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be much more of a faster pace than. The rest of them. I hope so. Okay, well, with that said, uh, speaking of gaming, Playboy has announced... (laughs) That that didn't sound right. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of game, Playboy has announced that they are partnering with a game company to create games, and they have announced their very first title called Poisonville. It just means they look like Grand Theft Auto 3. A little bit. He looks like the the original antagonist in in that one. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I mentioned this because the past year Playboy has been all over some video games. It's it's like someone told Hugh Hefner, it's like you're not making any money. Well, these guys are, and he pointed. Then they pointed to gaming, and he decided to plaster himself all over it because. And then they in, probably in, told him, you know who your your main subscribers are, right? You know, little basement. <laughs> No antisocial gamers. Because, <laughs> like, there's going to be Playboy posters in Dead Rising 2. And wow. there's unlockable classic Playmate pinups in Mafia 2. Wow. Yeah, so it, it's it's odd that Playboy's not like, oh, hey, let's we'll do some games. I bet they called Kojima, too, and was like, hey, um, when's that next Metal Gear game coming out? You know, We know you like to throw dirty mags on the floor to distract people. Uh, <laughs> could you make that a Playboy mag? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not expecting much out of this Poisonville, but... <laughs> Poisonville? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and the last thing I have is, as we all know, Steam was recently added to Mac or Max were recently given Steam support, so you can download Steam and play certain games. And in the short amount of time that it's been out, it uh, it 
apparently 5% of all Steam users are using a Mac OS. Oh, wow. So that doesn't seem like a lot, just but when you when you think about Steam having 25 million users, 5% is a lot. It's because Mac it users have no games. That, but then, yep. but then who who would have thought there were you know a couple of million Mac users wanting to play games on their Mac? I thought all Mac users did was render was you know make videos, edit pictures, and make music. But also a lot of Mac users like the hip college crowd kinda you know. So I can I can I can see that happening. Yep, and the guess is this cuts out one one step. No more having to uh, you know boot camp your system or. Or run Windows in a shell and, and thus lose, um, you know, some throughput in your games. Yeah, and, and the newer Macs have been pretty powerful, for, so I I can clearly see this being a good play for them. Which also makes me wonder. Let's see if okay, Steam's running good in Mac now. Shouldn't it be a pretty easy to get a um, Steam in Linux for you know those leftovers? Uh, Linux is a whole other beast. <laughs> Yeah, well, this, 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 what's it? The Steamworks is going to be in PlayStation 3 soon. Steamworks? Yeah. Yeah, Steam I didn't understand team. that. I didn't either. What's the whole use of PlayStation Home or whatever they call it? PlayStation Plus uh, or whatever. I mean, it, it's kind of, I, I don't really understand. <laughs> it, it's it's <laughs> possible that you'll have to have PlayStation Plus to use it. They haven't announced that, but. So isn't that pretty much. PSN Live, or or is Sony pretty much allowing Valve to have their own little micro store? Because I'm pretty sure, like the bigger titles, they would just release as a PlayStation game on a disc or whatnot. <laughs> and like simpler games, like say World of Goo or or you know something like that, I can understand that. Well, coming. no, it's it's not going to be like full Steam support on the PS3. Uh-oh. Just aspects of it. Your friends list, or you like I I think your... I, I think if if you own the game on uh both PS3 and Steam, you can share your save file between the Oh, two. I don't know. You can, you can on, when you play Portal, you can see your friends online, but you can't play Portal with them if they're playing on PC. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, that's going, that, that topic's getting out of control real quick. Let's A lot of news. That <laughs> does it for news. Uh, let's move on to what we're watching. We've apparently watched a lot of movies during the break, so uh, let's just Kick it off with kick ass. Kick Who butt. Kick, kick butt. Kick booty. That's a kick ass. Kick us. Kick us. Kick us. I like that. I can say that. Kick us much buddies. <laughs> or get, yeah, get, get his, Cage was get his awesome. Kick. Yeah, yeah that, that little girl like was Cage, something. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, much better than the social supremacist. Well, okay, cool. Or... Yeah, that, that movie was awesome. <laughs> no one has anything to say? Uh, well, okay, I got one thing to say. Um, wow, that little girl got her ass kicked uh, at the end by that grown man. <laughs> yeah, he's got to feel so happy about himself, huh? Yeah, like when he body slammed her on that table, I was and, and like punched her straight in the lip while she was on the table. I was like, I felt bad. Like that was the, the one time I finally felt bad out, out of all of the the bones breaking and killing and shooting and mauling and maiming, I didn't feel bad till I saw the the main killer, a little girl, pretty much just get you know just get cold cocked in the face while laid on the table 
cough him up blood. I was like, okay, it went too far. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't even do that with the uh, the guy in the car compactor. Oh, man, I squished on that dude. I was like, no, man. This is going to show, like, the splatter at the end. I'm like, she did kind of have it coming, though. Come on. That was rough to watch, though. I got to admit, damn. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, there's that splat. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I saw in the theater, and, and like, in that hallway scene where she takes out all those dudes, I turned to my wife and said, did she shoot, just shoot a dude in the top of the head? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. You know, the other thing that movie made me think about, too, is how I feel so sorry for, you know, like, you know, random normally employed security guards who don't know who they, you know, who, <laughs> you know, who, who don't know just how bad they, they can get because they're working Those were the thugs, place. man. Those were thugs. No, not the guys downstairs. That was the freaking doorman. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they pretty much got, yeah, she did, she did them wrong. <laughs> All that guy does, it. and he the one that, because they like, man, something's wrong. They're like, man, it's just a little kid. Oh, and man. The doorman, yeah, one of my favorite aspects of the movie was the guy acting like he was gay just to be near the girl. <laughs> that <was crazy>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it worked. Like, yeah, it did. <laughs> he, told the, he told the truth, and they had a little scene in, in back door, and a little nerdy guy. And then, oh, then his buddy finally got her her friend girl at the end. <laughs> wow. So should we edit in spoiler alert? Uh yeah, this is pretty much a given. It's out on DVD. It's on DVD now. Shoot. It's on DVD. It's uh, no holes barred. It's on Redbox. Okay, well let's let's move on to to a movie that's not on DVD yet, but <laughs> I, I see that a lot of people have seen it. Inception. Wow. Probably we, one we of the really biggest movies get in here. Yeah, this this is a podcast in and of itself. <laughs> I, I know Henry would love to be present on that too, <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> Yeah, has Carrie seen it yet? I don't think so. I think that's probably why he avoided the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, so so without getting into any detail, good or bad? I would be, currently best movie of the summer. Mm, wow, I, I, I'll actually put it up there. It's the only movie I can say I, I paid twelve dollars twice. <laughs> well, four times. If you count my wife, well, no, actually once because she paid the other time. But I guess four times because we have joint accounts now. So yeah, paid four times to see this movie. Wow, a simple yes would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was good oh, enough. Another... I watched it twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. and the good thing, and it was the first movie I saw with my new contacts after I had already saw it with my glasses, so I got to see it in much better clarity. Wow. Ooh, I, I would say it's good enough to see twice, but the movie is so darn confusing. You have to see it twice, <laughs> or go to the yeah, ne- the nearest forum and and start searching. I I don't know. It's, it's I love the movie, but it was utterly confusing. It, it 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 was a bit confusing. I I absolutely loved it. It reminded me a lot of Memento, uh, that other Christopher Nolan movie that messes with your mind. Um, there there's one part. You know when you watch a movie and you catch a flaw in the movie, and it yep. just kind of eats at you the entire time? Yeah. There was one in that movie. I'm not going to go into it, but there was one that just ate at me the okay, entire I, time. I'm sorry, man. I have to hear it. I have to hear it, because me, okay. me, me and Harry has had a, a drop-down argument about this, so I, I just want to just allude to what you think the flaw is, and maybe I can get your... Okay. Uh, okay. Spoiler. So, uh, yeah, yeah. There may be some spoilers here, so 
fast forward. Um, Spoilers. In the dream, oh, and knots if you haven't seen it, like mute your whatever. Um, <laughs> in in in, in there, of course, the second dream. Okay, the dream within a dream, whatever. The the first dream they were in the the uh the van, and they back off of the the thing, and it's zero g, right? Mm-hmm. That affects the world of the second dream, making that entire world zero g. Yes. Why would the third world not also be zero g if the second world is effectively zero g? Good point. <laughs> I didn't think I, about this. I thought about that, and like my mind just broke in half. And it should have been an even greater zero g because the way they say everything gets magnified. So, like you know, how he was floating around and such in you know level two. So in level three, it would have been floating it, like it, in slow motion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should have been floating slower or constantly ascending. So, like so they, er, everything saying, should have just left the surface of the Earth or something. So, or, what you're saying is less than zero g. Yep, negative g. Ne- negative g. Yep, negative g. But uh, you know, other than that, you know, I, 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 think I was finally able to just look past that and say, screw it. I'll, I'll let them just have creative liberty here, and the movie's awesome. So. Yeah. Oh, here's mine. Uh, the one I saw is. When they were, when him and his wife were in limbo, they grew old together. Mm-hmm. But when they killed themselves in front of the train to get a limbo, they were young. Yeah, I read some foreign posts about this, and what they said is he that was just since he was recalling it, he was just remembering remembering them as their young selves rather than their old selves. Because they say at the beginning of the movie, they do show them when they're old on the train track. So, no, they didn't. Yes, they, they, they do. Showed, I remember. The only, the only old scene they showed, they showed the two of them walking with their backs turned. That was the only time I saw them old. So I must have missed. I missed the other one then. I don't know. The movie's confusing, but it's good. I recommend you go see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I did when I watched it the second time. I looked for Henry's thing about his wedding ring, which, uh, which actually is pretty pretty neat. They actually, his ring was missing uh, in the real world. But they're in the dreams, and at the very end, wait, wait, well, we're still saying spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> at the very end, when they, you know, don't let you know about the spinning top, you also for that entire scene cannot see his freaking finger. So screwing with you, man. So, was, so they screwed. They, so they actually covered that in too. I was like, good job. An wow. <laughs> obvious sequel in the works. So, I, I, well, I, I don't know. I think that, so. You can't I, end I, like I, that. Yeah, the, that well, that's the thing. You have to end like that. Yep. You have to end like that because then the movie's completely open to interpretation, and you're also saying that it doesn't matter if he's still dreaming. Yep, he got what he wanted. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a singular piece that if they make a uh, a sequel to, I'll be very dif- disappointed. Very. <laughs> okay. Next movie. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Um, let's just go with something that you've seen. Uh, did you watch Piranha, James? No, Carl did. Oh, that's Carl. me. Oh, I can make this. No, I was telling you guys I was bored and I, I downloaded the old Piranha movies. And oh, yeah. I can make this one extremely fast. If you're between the ages of 16 <laughs> so and... Tw- <laughs> you're between the ages of 16 and 28, um, not in a... you know. Uh, you know, serious relationship, and you're male. Go see this movie. Uh, this movie is 
the movie is 100% Spring Break. Uh, I forget the guy's name from Sliders, but he's pretty Jerry much O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. He's pretty much the girls gone wild guy there. So there's there's pretty much lots of uh. The dude's like team. forty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he plays a crackhead like nut job, uh, filming naked women, and they really. They pretty much they 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 pretty much go to jackass levels with 3D. I mean, if you didn't know, Jackass has a 3D movie coming out. Oh yeah, uh, I can't wait. Like, like James said, like they have a they throw a th- they they throw a half eaten bitten off penis at the screen for 3D. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they have two, they have two girls swimming underwater in 3D, naked, completely naked, while you watch them through a like a glass bottom boat. Like it's. The gore is great. I, I I give them that. Like it's wow. I'm talking about like people who are surviving are like half eaten. Like you know pieces and chunks of face are missing and like everything is you know sure the fish are 3D. Uh, when somebody is tr- completely you know destroyed, it's uh it's a when I say 3D, let me just say computer generated. But after that, it's pretty much great makeup. Like I'm talking about like I was. I had to look away sometimes. I felt so bad for those people. But yeah, it's a great gore movie, but the other 40 to 60% of it is just a bunch of horny teenagers. Like, so, so oh, and it's the exactly teenagers what have, it's supposed to be. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the teenagers are not the star of the movie. Um, the star is pretty much police and, and and the piranha, actually. So, you know, there's no story development with the teenagers. There, it's just a bunch of spring break partying people who jump their dumbasses into the water when the police <laughs> tell them not to, and it turns what into a party woo. It's like teenage fodder. <laughs> yep, yep, pretty yep. much. But we do get to see Richard Dreyfuss semi-reprise his role from Jaws and actually get eaten. <laughs> oh, and, and like always, uh, Ving Rhames sacrifices himself for everybody. He He's pretty much the, the black guy that dies in every movie now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, we get a little, you know, very... Over the top, Christopher Lloyd, extremely small part, but he, he, he had this one line at the end. He had this one line at the end. It's like uh, those fishes, those those are the babies. Like, <laughs> and that part just made me laugh. And they're like, so where are the parents? And then you see this one. They're just like super huge piranha just grab jumps up, grab this guy out of the boat, roll credits, and then the credits are rolling under like bloody water. So. No, de- decent movie. Um, good exploit of 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 3D. I feel it. It's one of those movies that you would expect for like an 80s drive-in theater, almost. But yeah, <laughs> it is B movies through and through. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like kind of kind of same in the same vein. I I recently watched the Final Destination. <laughs> you watched it in 3D, but I didn't watch it in 3D. Me. And I, I saw all of these instances in the movie that were supposed to be 3D or that were designed with 3D in mind, and it ruined it. Yeah. So I would <laughs> yeah. love to see this movie in 3D because it's designed to be stupid 3D. Yep. Yes, it is. So, so Carl, from one group of uh, horny teenagers to one horny teenager, what about Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Oh, <laughs> Segway. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim... It's so hard to describe this movie. It's like, like I want to say the movie is good, and I also want to say it sucked. It's like it did everything right, but was so wrong. It's like 
I think the one thing I can't first focus on, I think it was too long. I think it was two hours and 30, 12, and 40 minutes long. It's, it tries to, you know, it tries to, to hook, hook, hook in, you know, gamers, people with, you could tell that they love Final Fantasy and Legend of Zelda because they play those sound effects throughout the movie. Um, I think the main thing that maybe got me was I'm, I'm not really a rock music fan and, they pretty much just blasted in your face the whole time. I'm talking about extremely loud rock music over and over and over and over again. That that my favorite part of the movie was when the Indian dude did a Michael Jackson scene, which was <laughs> which which showed just how the fight scenes were great, had some humor, but I, I can, and the movie wasn't that bad. But I I cannot recommend anyone go see it though. It's hmm. it just didn't feel. It didn't feel good, but it wasn't bad. It's a DWD. Wow. <laughs> I wow. I almost wouldn't say that because it's so long. It felt it felt like a chore to sit through. Oh, and one thing they did that was extremely stupid: the very beginning of the movie, they pretty much play enough credits to be the end credits. But while they're doing that, they're, they're playing extremely loud, irritating rock music. And it's flashing every single neon bright color to, you can think of at the screen. Pretty much like they're trying to cause any person susceptible to epilepsy <laughs> to have a seizure. I'm like, I said, I don't, I, I play video games for a living and this is making me foam at the mouth. This is <laughs> like, it, it started on a bad foot, right? I'm like, what the hell? Did they still show the credits? Oh, it, man. The like, it's, so, so it's, so it's like aggressively offensive to your senses. Yes, all your oral and visual, visual. It, so it tastes. It tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, you weren't the only person to think so. It it bombed the box. Oh, it did. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. I say, if you want to see this movie, fast forward to the boyfriend fight scenes. That's maybe you can get some enjoyment out of that. Skip the music, and like they did. So they even did things that me being a gamer, I knew they were gonna do. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gonna fight. You know, some 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 dragon twins or something at one point, but no, he didn't fight some dragon twins. They they had a DJ battle, a music battle, and that that part sucked. And uh, <laughs> I just can't. It just watch the fight scenes. Like it's, it's like you're time. describing No More Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> no More Heroes was better because it was a game, and I could I could take it in 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 sessions. Two and a half hours of continuous, like I couldn't play No More Heroes for two hours straight. You know, I had to play it in thirty-minute, one-hour, you know, moments. Your wrist and hurt. Then, <laughs> yeah, all the, the the recharge wanking you have to do. But, and, but yeah, if you want to see this movie, I say try just fast forward to all the fight scenes. It's yeah, yeah, it's I, too I, long. I, yeah, obviously another movie aimed at the eighteen to twenty-eight year old males with no girlfriends and that are nerds. Wow, that's a pretty specific target. <laughs> I think it would irritate them. Those who don't <laughs> like rock music. There's oh, a gee. lot that like rock music, though. Yeah, but they might not like his rock music because his band sucks, which he constantly <laughs> states throughout the movie. Yeah, we suck. Oh, and then it's, maybe it's Michael Sarah. Maybe I don't like his <laughs> his his style. I'd see, I do. He's the same character so, in every movie. That's true. He does play the same person. Uh, I don't know. In, in Zombieland, he was hilarious. He, he wasn't in Zombieland. 
It wasn't him. It <laughs> was some other guy. Maybe that's why he was so yeah, funny. He looked too much like. Yeah, I had to look that up to find, like, because I didn't believe you. We, one of you told me that. And I, was, I looked up like, oh, that really wasn't Michael Sarah. But yeah, I liked him. But maybe because Woody Harrelson balanced him or something. <laughs> But oh, this guy, he Scott Pilgrim is the star of this movie. I would hope so. His name's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who watched Despicable Me? That's me again. Anybody else? Man, you're a movie-going fool. Yes, every week or every other week, that's that's something we do. Despicable Me, best animated movie this summer. I'm not going to say ever. <laughs> that movie, the movie is beautiful. It's great. It's funny. I think Steve, Car- was it Steve Carell? Yes. Who Steve Carell's the voice name. Who is Steve Carell? Who is Steve that, Carell? He's the, he's the uh, office guy. Office, office, yeah. Why well, keep getting him and Colbert, Colbert mixed up? But probably they both named Steve. They were both on the Daily Show at the same time. Oh, oh yeah, both named Steven. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that movie is great. The humor is point on, perfect for children, perfect for families. It's. I didn't watch it in 3D. Um, I didn't see any moments that really called for 3D either. So nothing missed there. Save save those three or four dollar difference in, in tickets if you if it's still in the theaters and you want to go see it. But I would actually call this movie. I would call it a purchase. It's it's worth owning on DVD, Blu-ray when it comes out. Wow. It's it, it's beautiful. I put it up there side by side with The Incredibles, which is like my favorite Pixar movie, and I think. Pixar didn't do this one. No, no. did Shrek. No, did the Shrek crew. Was it DreamWorks? I forget. I don't think it was DreamWorks. It was a completely different company. Really? Oh, and the song "Despicable Me" I think is done by Will I Am or, or which is pretty which is pretty fun funny song. But definitely, if, if you get a chance to see this whenever it becomes available for rental, because pretty sure it's about to come out of the theaters. You watch this. You you will love this movie. Oh, it's done by Universal. Universal. I didn't realize they had an animation. <laughs> Me either. Awesome. Well, that's what we're watching movie-wise. What about anime? Well, that's what Carl's watching. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, what anime? Me again? Come on, yeah. somebody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put it there. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was hoping like Carrie or anybody, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make this one I mean, short. I can take it. I, I I've been keeping up with it. Yeah, you can have that one, James. All right, well, Carl's got down Naruto's mother in the manga. So basically we have Naruto's, Naruto's actually working on controlling the Ninetales, much like uh, Killer Bee is. Well, we already saw where he met his dad, so now we finally get to meet Naruto's mom. And we find out where he gets his personality traits from. His mom? His mom, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the bigger question is why they abandoned him. Uh, I actually explained that. Spoiler alert. They did not. They were actually both killed by the Ninetales. I thought you just said he he saw them. But you know how Naruto is. They place some some of their residual chakra, spirit energy inside him. Thus, when certain events occur, such as the Ninetales almost reaching Ninetales, and also, whenever he goes inside and, and unleashes the seal, one of them would appear. And, not, and instead of it being a memory, it was 
pretty much 100% interactive uh, energy. Wow. That, that, that stinks of artificial plot device. <laughs> 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 Gotta stretch the story out. <laughs> but the one thing I noticed about it, uh, for those who still, you know, reading it and wondering what's truly going to happen between Naruto and and Sasuke, pretty much showed that Naruto's mother and Sasuke's mother were like were, were best friends. So just like another nod or connection to the two of them, probably working together in the very end to fight the, the main guy. So Mandara. Yeah. Mandara Uchiha. The Uchiha. But yeah, good, good, good stuff. Um, there's still a lot of people who hate Naruto, but yeah, I still love. It. I still like this anime. But shoot, I mean, the past two weeks that we've had the guy versus Kissimmee fight, and it's been pretty damn oh, yeah. bad. And then they finished off the the pain fight in the anime, so they had two two good fronts of uh, you know of Japanese entertainment. Wait, did did you did you just say a guy's kissing me? No, guy <laughs> versus. <laughs> Kissing. <laughs> the uh, two characters' name. One guy, <laughs> one, the guy, it, like they did it on purpose. His name is Mike Guy. Mike Guy, yeah. Another guy's. That's his name, and this is Shark Guy name, like Kissami or Kasami or however you, you want to pronounce it. Wow. <laughs> said, you, said, you say these guys are kissing. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Well, that that wraps that up. Let's move on to what we're playing now. In in. In an effort to not make Carl go next again, I'm going to go ahead and jump into mine. Now, I, it's been a long time since we've had a podcast, and I've played a buttload of Crap games. Time. Yes. Yeah, wow. um, and I, I, I figured that the best way to do this was just to list them off and give real quick, uh, like, two-sentence descriptions Turbo. of how I liked them or not. Turbo blurps. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> let me clear my throat. Starting, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Tomb Raider Anniversary, uh, a remake of the original Tomb Raider. Good, but I can't believe how slow-paced that was. <laughs> and I'm, I'm reading these. I actually prepared these. So, um, Bionic Commando, craptastic. No, seriously, craptastic. Prototype. Still too early to tell because I'm still playing it, but it feels like Spider-Man, strangely enough. <laughs> Peggle. Uh, Peggle, better than Bionic Commando. <laughs> Civilization Revolution. Uh, now I remember why I love Civ games. Bring on Civilization Five. Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Disappointing in so many ways, yet satisfying in so many other other ways. Diblob. The best part is the music. Look it up; you will agree. Prince of Persia: The Fallen King. It's that DS game released a few years ago. A slow burn, but the back half is awesome. Little Big Planet for PSP. That's some Little Big Planet ass Little Big Planet. (laughs) Singularity. Bioshock all over again. And Dark Void. I'll save you the time. Read my review. Done. You know, the the first thing I heard... The only thing I heard was you said the music in the blob is great. You don't listen to video game music. Well, I do. Well, exactly. That doesn't count rock band. <laughs> no, like the, seriously, the music in, in that game is awesome. The, the game's okay, but the music is fantastic. That's a Wii title. It's gotten high, like high reviews, hasn't it? Yeah. It's the one where you like coloring the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, like like Epic Mickey. You you put like a little ball of of ink. <laughs> All right, so that's what I've played. What about you, James? 
Uh, well, I'm getting ready for Metroid Other M to come out next week on the 31st. So I have dusted off my GameCube games, and I actually started playing from game one this week, uh, the Metroid Prime series and Super Metroid. Uh, if you have not had a chance to play these, go look for them. Uh, Metroid Great Prime music. 1 and 2, awesome. I mean, you're missing out if you didn't get a chance to play these. Beautiful you can find music. a copy of it, Metroid Prime Trilogy is a worth the buy. Yes, yes, oh. pick it up. I bought, I bought, the, I bought those games again. On, oh, you bought the trilogy? Yeah, I'm I bought, thinking yeah, they're, they're like four dollars a piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the point and shoot controls, like you, you oh yeah, you can't beat that. that, and it's widescreen. Oh, yeah, I, I'm so tempted when I get my paycheck to go you grab one copy at GameStop. It's like, <laughs> and and of course, Super, yeah, Super Metroid is one of the best games ever. Yep, yep, hands down. Yes. I, I just hope that you playing all of these games doesn't make you disappointed when you pick up Other M, because it's <laughs> very different from all all of those. Well, I mean, when you play... Maybe close to Super. Well, I mean, I played Maybe. the hell out of Super, Super Metroid, so when I picked up Prime, that took a little while to get used to, because that was completely different than anything I'd played as far as the Metroid games. So... Change is always good, and I'm very much looking forward to... I don't know about always. Because I'm always... Wanted to know what Samus is thinking. You know, has her as an actual narrative narr- narrator. I think the first game I played was she actually was not well Super Metroid. Yeah, she spoke in that little opening blurb, and then she had um, on Metroid Fusion. She, mm-hmm. she actually said a lot of little blurbs every time you went down like the new elevators to the new worlds every once in a while. Yeah, that's yeah. actually how I fe- first for the first time found out about. What's his name? Adam? Pretty much, uh, I think that's our Supreme Commander. Who? Oh, and the live-action trailer for the game is awesome, if you haven't seen it. Go to it up. It is friggin' sweet, the way they did it. The one thing, though, I actually, I still prefer the Samus at the end of Prime when you you beat it, you know, with over 90%. When she takes the helmet off, and that that Samus there looks so much more realistic. But then, you know, in Echoes, now Nintendo is filling up with the Zero Suit, you know, blonde ponytail Samus, which <laughs> I think I don't know. That one looks that one just looks too girly. Doesn't look like a doesn't look like a girl who's been through some some SHIT. But well, the one well, at the she end, ha- she has well, been wearing a suit. <laughs> You gotta be sweating in there or something. We <laughs> probably breathe, but 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 that's the Samus who takes her helmet off at the end of Prime One. She looked like a real woman. Like this Samus looks like you could, you know, paint a Barbie doll blue. And, well, it, it, like you and I both know that animated women from Japan don't sweat. Well, yes, they. Well, in the other. But now animals. I will have to give them this: that any rendition professional, like for games and stuff, rendition we've seen of Samus in the Zero Suit. Yeah, she's been, you know, ideally beautiful, but she hasn't been that crazy Barbie proportion. Yeah, yeah D-cups, hidden cartwheels and stuff. Or, yeah, so. She, she does She does have, I guess, realistic proportions. Though we haven't really <laughs> seen her exactly how Team Ninja... If, <laughs> if, if they, if they yeah. stick to their reputation, though... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, oh, no, the, no, no. yeah, the zero, yeah. the various yeah. is gonna have booty <laughs> physics. <laughs> yeah, that was had a team ninja. He's not there no more. They they booted his ass out for being lecherous. Too too into booby physics. <laughs> uh, too too into trying to put his hands up the interns' asses is what it was. Mm. Yeah, he, I, he I thought one guy. I'm pretty sure the whole team was perverted too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was actually trying to take advantage of it. Like oh, he yeah. actually, and he was a rock star and could get away with that shit. And it's like, no nope, lawsuit, you're gone. Yeah, did he have a skin condition? His face was pot marked. He'd had like chicken pox or something scratched at it. So his pot marked. So what do we have next in uh, war? Yeah, we're getting way <laughs> off topic. Let's move on. Tech tip of the week. Hey, you skipped my Ghostbusters. Oh, that's oh yeah, you did play that game. Yeah, you guys played Haven't it too. Have we talked about it like play? five times already? Oh yeah, hell. Oh well, I beat Ghostbusters. I liked it. It was a chore. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a chore. Game was fun. I haven't played it. I disagree. I thought you it, had. It's no. awesome. If you enjoyed the Ghostbusters movies, it's the third Ghostbuster movie. Yes. It is. But it's but the, the but it's also a game. Yeah, I mean. You can't but really say that. I, I liken it to the Star Wars of Force Unleashed. The game was okay, but I like the story. It could that could also potentially be a movie. But to me, the Ghostbusters it just wasn't fun. <laughs> but then, I thought it was. I thought the physics for the uh, the proton throwers was spot on to how it would react in the movies because it wasn't a very precise. I think. It had a decent, you know, bit of like, you know, spookiness with the Ghostbusters kookiness, which kookiness spooky and kooky, spooky and kooky. Yeah. Like when you had to pull out your PKE meter and you know walk around, you know, slowly examining things, you know, that was actually pretty neat. The sound was pretty good, and ghosts popping out of certain places, or when the PKE would get red, then you know something is close, and boom, there it is, or. Finding little cursed artifacts, the little noises they made. That was that actually had put create a very neat little atmosphere. You know, a good slow it down from you know burn everything up. You know, just blast and. But yeah, I, and I love the fact you had a meter at the bottom that tells you how much monetary damage you'd done to wherever it was you were. Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh yeah, and that's an achievement too to to destroy as much as possible and to not destroy hardly anything. Which means you have to play through it again, which I, I liked it, but I don't think I want to go back through the game. Nice. It actually didn't feel that short either. Everybody said it was short. Maybe because I don't play games as long as I used to anymore. It felt no, long I, to I, me too. Yeah, everyone says it's too short. It felt long. Like, it, it took me the entire uh, rental time to to beat it. Like I I beat it probably a good two hours before I had to turn it in or re-rent it. Yeah, I, I kept saying it's not over yet. That's the feeling I kept. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which, which, ironically, I didn't put Gears of War two on this, but I just played through it for the first time. Ugh. Same same I, game. <laughs> I, I, I I don't see what the big deal is. I'm sorry. Thank I you. I see thank, the big thank deal you for is. thank you so much. The the last the last hour of the game is good. Is new, but it's like the first seventy five percent of the game is just Gears of War one. I mean, I. I don't see the big deal, and people love this game. I diehards about it. But anyway, I didn't play yeah. it. another Halo. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. That's what we've been playing. Let's move on to Tech Tip of the Week. Unfortunately, Carl, you go again. <laughs> <laughs> He's a maniac. All right. I got, I got, I got two quick ones. I can kind of connect these. Um, everybody knows Windows 7 is coming out, and Microsoft is actually advertising as making those, those Windows phones mobile to be yeah, mobile. Or Phone 7, actually. Yeah. Or did they finally go back to mobile? Oh, no, what, what, yeah, who cares? Uh <laughs> But uh, if you have a 6.1 or a 6.5 device, your phone actually is already capable of this. Um, if you go through, you know, like Verizon, AT&T, uh, even Sprint, I believe, maybe not Sprint or T-Mobile, but they have their own little third-party app on there that forces you to connect to your computer and boot that software, and then it can monitor your usage of it and thus charge you an additional monthly fee. However, these two versions of the mobile uh, OS already have, you know, a free tethering application on it which in essence, the third-party app is really just calling that one. Um, so if you want to, I'm going to release a quick video showing you how to find it, but if, if you want to tether your Windows mobile device, and this is any one, even touchscreen, non-touchscreen, um, you know, like Samsung Jacks, where you just have a keyboard and a little two-and-a-half-inch screen with no touch interface, but as long as you have 6.1 or 6.5, go to your file browser, go to the Windows folder, scroll till you get to the eyes, because this folder has over a 1,000 files in it, so... You're going to want to you know, drag to get there. Um, it should be ISShare, ISP something. I can't remember, but I'll show later. Uh, run this program. or Actually, you only have to run it once. Once you ran it that one time, and then you connect your computer to it and it tethers, your phone will actually remember that you ran it. So if your phone is unlocked, meaning you've already you know, typed in your password, as soon as you connect it via USB to your computer, it's going to start that app and immediately connect and start giving you free 3G tethering. You know, well, if you have a data plan, it's part, it's part of that without you having to pay an additional, uh, you know, tethering fee. Um, that can be irritating if you're trying to active sync or use your phone as a thumb drive because it's going to, as soon as you plug it up, your computer's going to detect it, try to active sync or try to access the thumb drive, but then it's going to immediately cancel that, which may give your system an error, and then run the run the tethering. But that one is great. Um, also, another thing too, uh, since 7 is advertising the Wi-Fi hotspot, you can also do this with your WinMobile device. Um, there's two ways to do it. There's actually a free one, which I think expires, that you can get from the mobile marketplace, pretty much Microsoft's uh, chance to attack the Apple App Store. Nowhere near equal to it, but pretty decent. There's some free stuff on there. You can get a, a Wi-Fi access point program right there. Um, it's free. You run it. Your computer can find it and connect. Another one, I forget the name of, but I think it's called um, this one. You can download. You, you're going to have to download it through a website, install the cab file, and it actually installs itself under your settings, which was difficult at first because you think it's an application and you look for it, but you can't find it. But it's actually going to be under your network settings as an additional icon. You click on it, run it, it automatically boosts up your Wi-Fi, um, creates an access point according to what you gave it, and it can only use uh, web encryption right now, so no WPA or any of the other advanced encryptions. But one problem with it, um, which, which with both of them, it is doing ad hoc. So it's not an actual Wi-Fi you know, access point per se. It's really an ad hoc connection. Which can run it, which can give you problems for certain extra secure devices which won't allow ad hoc, or certain Wi-Fi devices that just won't use ad hoc, such as for one, the Wi-Fi on a Zoom. My Zoom will not connect to my phone uh, for Wi-Fi, which sucks. 
um, nor will my work laptop due to security reasons. But any other personal laptop can connect, and you have your your Wi-Fi point. And believe me, it actually runs extremely fast. I did not notice, you know, any decrease in speed. I was still getting my two to to three MBS um, 3G uh, down, and my man on average 0.5 uploading through the Wi-Fi. Uh, bear in mind, you're using pretty much two to three cellular antennas. You're using your Wi-Fi, your cell phone antenna, as well as possibly uh, whatever, if there's a different antenna for 3G. So you're probably using all three of those or just two of those at the same time. Your battery <laughs> will die. Uh, I was I was wondering why you were mentioning all that. I was like, are you worried about cancer or something? <laughs> and your phone will get hot. I'm talking about, and it actually, to an extent, will drain your battery faster than it can charge. So if you, <laughs> not good. So like, which is not good. But if you have a, you have a good wall adapter, it all, it can it can it can keep it from coming going down. I know I ran it once, had it plugged into the wall, had it running overnight. My battery was at two at like at two bars before I started it. It was still at two bars when I stopped it. So that's it's a hell of a battery drain, but it's much better than what we wired at E3, where I had my phone tethered to my netbook and then had my netbook acting as an access point. So much easier that way, but your netbook can handle the, the the power, so your phone won't die, and your phone's draining power from the netbook, which your netbook dies faster. But all in the batteries. But there's two ways to do it. If you're not, you know, ready to get Windows 7, and also you don't want to pay for stuff like none of us do. Wow. Well, thank you, Carl, for once again proving that we in fact are a tech site. <laughs> that was awesome. And for proving you're the last person with a win mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one more thing, one more thing in this 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 return podcast. It's the tech roundup, and it looks like a discussion. Do we want to hold this for when Carrie's here? Yeah, we can. I yeah, we, put we, that too. Yeah, we've been pretty lengthy today, so let's just hold it for next time. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a cliffhanger. Is the top still spinning? Is he worried this ring? In a world. All right. Well, that'll that'll do it for the Tech Edition podcast. Uh, make sure to tune in next week. Bring your totems, and <laughs> we will wax about a bunch of tech and video game stuff next week. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter, uh, like us on Facebook, um, just subscribe to our RSS feed. Uh, was it Clarence? Is it you that made it so easy to do all that stuff at the bottom of the page? Yeah, all, right. all those little tabs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I added that, yeah. That's pretty very, nifty. Very quick. It looks like those things, like, it's like when you, then they say take a number very, very quick. and sit down. <laughs> that would remind me of a little bit. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, looking at the list, let's see, there's Twitter, RSS, you can, you can dig us. Uh, let's see, friend feed. Wow. Kind of stuff. My, my space. Maybe we'll still use that. Um. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we're we're linked in. Oh wow! I need to add us. I need to go there. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. We will hopefully be able to talk to you next week. Go south. Very very quick. Go south. Very very quick.
Hey, fan mail. Oh, damn. 